Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Stella Ray Herself podcast. It's me, Stella Ray Herself. How is everyone's week so far? Um, honestly, I'm feeling great, bitch. It's ovulation week, and you know... I was thinking about this in the shower. There is nothing like that ovulation productivity (laughs) because you just feel so good. Like you don't even have to try usually and it's just the best. Like I really cherish those times. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I honestly, I'm recording this on Monday even though I know it goes up later in the week but I just want to say I had a great weekend It rained here, so I just had such a cozy Saturday, and I feel like I actually took time to rest, which I think I mentioned in a recent vlog. Um, I feel like overall, I'm pretty good about maintaining a work-life balance, just naturally. Um, Like, I don't, I don't know. It's like I can motivate myself and be productive, but then I can also chill. Like, yeah, I'm on the grind, but I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself a workaholic. I'm a grindaholic, no. Um, But I just feel like I took the full day to like completely relax and really chill. And usually I just feel so guilty doing that. Like I'm not the type of person to stay in bed all day unless I'm hungover, you know. But I pretty much did. And it was just so great and cozy. And it was like raining outside. And then Sunday I deep cleaned. And when I tell you deep clean, like deep cleaning to where I am vacuuming my bathroom drawers and scrubbing them with bleach. Like, well, not bleach, not pure bleach, but you know, you know the vibe. Like, my bathroom has never been this clean. I went through all my products, all my skincare products, threw away all the, like, old stuff. I don't know. If you're like me, I will save a bottle of something just so I, like, an empty bottle just so I don't forget what it looks like. It's like, okay, take a photo of it and recycle it like move on but yeah I did all of that and I say this just to remind future me as well as maybe to remind you it's important to do this like you know no matter what the season but especially because it is is it mercury retrograde officially I think it starts officially the 30th so maybe but it's still the shadow period um just such a good time to do things like that and to do a little bit of I guess spring cleaning, even though it's not technically spring yet, and take time to rest and reflect and read your old journals, tea for your future self, you know, and do all that stuff. It just feels so good. And yeah, like, you know, when I organize something, I just want to look at it. Like I organized my my drawers, but then also my medicine cabinet, which is like basically just all skincare. And I kept just opening it to like look at it because I was like I cleaned all the shelves of like my bathroom cabinets, like everything. So I just wanted to was looking like five minutes now, five minutes from now. Anyway, yeah. So I had a really good weekend, and I'm hoping that that energy continues out into the rest of the week. 
Anyway, I definitely have a couple of topics to discuss today, things that I've been thinking about, but I wanted to start off with a new book that I started. I guess we have, it's a kind of an unofficial book club, but at least for me personally, I'm going to try to read one book a month this year. And it doesn't even sound like a lot, but when I think of how many books I actually read, like new books that I read last year, it's not a lot. So if I just, it's like one book a month, I can do that. I'm a fast reader, but it's just like I have to force myself to these days, you know? Because otherwise it's like something is just, oh, I'll get to that. Oh, I'll do it. I'll read before bed. I'm tired before bed. I don't want to. Oh, I'll do it when I'm feeling productive. When I'm feeling productive, I want to do something else. So I really just have to set aside time to read. But anyway, the book for February is going to be The Way of Zen by Alan Watts. I wanted to read this ever since I saw a girl on TikTok talk about it. But I guess it's just about, it's a philosophy book um, about the way of Zen, you know. But I just read one chapter so far. The first chapter is all about Taoism and it's called The Philosophy of the Tao. And then I guess the next chapter is about Buddhism. And it's kind of cool because it's about all of these Eastern philosophies, but then how, I guess, in the Western world we interpret them, or I guess just the differences in them. I don't know. It's just really cool. But I didn't realize it's kind of an older book. I think it was written in the 50s, right? Yeah, copyright. 1957 and then i got it from thrift books which is like used books sometimes it's cheaper than amazon sometimes it's not so you just have to kind of check like if there's a book i want i will always check both Um, but they have like really cheap shipping too so that's that's what really enticed me because i hate to say it but nothing beats that prime free shipping um but anyway i say that just because there's so much stuff that's like highlighted and outlined or like underlined which is actually kind of cool. Like it kind of makes me feel connected, you know? But I just wanted to share a couple of the main points or very interesting points that I found while reading. So this chapter starts off with using the example of English language versus Chinese. This paragraph says, in English, the differences between things and actions are clearly, if not logically distinguished but a great number of Chinese words do duty for both nouns and verbs so that, you know, basically one Chinese character could mean so many different things. And it was kind of a, an analogy, I guess, or like a metaphor for Eastern versus Western ideas or like how we look at life. English can be so specific and it's similar to how we are in the Western world in the sense that it's very it's a very individualistic, individualist, individualist society. You know, it's like, I want to establish who I am. And it's very like ego-based. We learn very thoroughly to identify ourselves with an equally conventional view of myself or the self. And the conventional self or person is composed mainly of a history consisting of selected memories. I am not simply what I am doing now, I am also what I have done, and my conventionally edited version of my past is made to seem almost more the real me than what I am at this moment. For what I am seems so fleeting and intangible, but what I was is fixed and final. 
It is the firm basis for predictions of what I will be in the future, and so it comes about that I am more closely identified with what no longer exists than what actually is. And I just thought that, like, really... That just really spoke to me, because, you know, we always hear, live in the moment, live in the moment. And I guess just... I don't know. I kind of applied it to right now. Um, You know, in quarantine, just this whole past year, I feel like I've had so much time to think and... (laughs) reflect and sometimes not in a good way like sometimes it's like okay let it go or just remembering all these past things and it's like I still feel emotions towards something that happened so long ago like now but that's the past and like in the present like I don't know it's just so much harder to almost identify with the present because yeah it is so like fleeting it's like it hasn't happened yet we can't like describe it yet or we don't know necessarily Cause it's like we're waiting for the next moment to like tell the story. I don't know. I just thought that was like worded very well. So, you know, this chapter is about Tao and then he basically goes on to describe Taoism is a sort of liberation against convention. So there's Taoism and then there's Confucianism. That's hard for me to say. So Confucianism you know, is basically conventional knowledge. And he kind of describes it as like the way that we grow up, you know, as kids, we're so not, we're not self-conscious. We are just living and like having fun and we have imaginations and we're not, you know, constantly worried about the future or whatever. So then Taoism is basically to undo the damage of, you know, society and like, oh, we have to act like this. We can't, you know, do this, whatever. Um, It's very rigid, so Taoism is kind of to undo that and to rediscover that spontaneity and just kind of being. And another example of this was, uh, there's no real difficulty in this, in Taoism. We will already admit we know how to move our hands, we know how to make a decision or how to breathe, even though we can hardly begin to explain how we do it in words. We know how to do it just because we know. Taoism is an extension of this kind of knowledge an extension which gives us a very different view of ourselves from that to which we are conventionally accustomed, and a view which liberates the human mind from its constricting identification with the abstract ego. So it's basically just pure vibes, you know? The Tao does not know how it produces the universe, just as we do not know how we construct our brains. So then there's the example of our peripheral vision, and the self is kind of like our direct vision you know if you're focusing on something like focused on words of a page it's like you see it and you know that you see it but then the peripheral it's like you still know it's there and it's still like working but you can't you're not straining to see it you're not like focusing in on it like a spotlight it's just kind of there and it's always there when we have learned to put excessive reliance upon central vision, upon the sharp spotlight of the eyes and mind, we cannot regain the powers of peripheral vision unless the sharp and staring kind of sight is at first relaxed. The idea is to bring into play the mind's innate and spontaneous intelligence by using it without forcing it. So basically, like, forcing versus just being. And I can think of examples of this, you know, times I've kind of experienced it. Um, you know, like being in the flow of something versus trying to force it, such as creativity or like, I don't know, I can think of times I've had great ideas and it just came to me, like it just happened. It's not like I was focusing in on it, like forcing it, it just happened. And I think the same could be said for, you know, any sort of positive experience or enjoyable experience or like 
happiness. I feel like a lot of the times happiness occurs when it's just like happening and you're just being and like it's it just is existing within you around you but when you try to force it it's like or like you try to have an antic night and like the best antic fun-filled nights just happen naturally you know they just it's just vibes you can't necessarily explain it it's not like you it's not like there's a recipe um and then you know the nights where you had high expectations or like we're trying to force it in some kind of way it's like it doesn't really work exactly yeah the important point is that according to both taoism and zen the center of the mind's activity is not in the conscience conscious thinking process not in the ego when a man has learned to let his mind alone so that it functions in the integrated and spontaneous way it is na- that is natural to it he begins to show the special kind of virtue or power called tay i think that's how you pronounce it it's just te tay is furthermore unaffected or spontaneous virtue which cannot be cultivated or imitated by any deliberate method. So literally when you try to force an antic night versus when it just happens, it is a power which is blocked when one tries to master it in terms of formal methods and techniques. For what the culture of Taoism and Zen proposes is that one might become the kind of person who, without intending it, is a source of marvelous accidents. Taoism is essentially a liberation from convention and of the creative power of Tay. Again, I hope I'm saying that right. So yeah, I don't want to say it's like a hard read, but like I said, it's definitely an older book. Um, so it's just kind of that vibe. But but yeah, it definitely helped me to like do sticky notes and actually take notes because there would be like, and I was actually reading out loud to myself, which not even because of like, oh, this book specifically, but sometimes when I'm editing these podcasts, more so podcast videos, I feel like, sometimes but i just get so annoyed at how fast i talk and how i don't really enunciate i just get so like caught up with what i'm saying that i i like i need to slow down so i've been reading aloud or at least this chapter but it was actually really helpful because i was able to really understand i guess what i was reading and certain parts stood out to me that i don't know you know, maybe they wouldn't have otherwise. So yeah, that's what we can learn from this first chapter. The spontaneity of the mind and how, you know, we have it as kids, we grow up, we lose it because we're kind of, you know, taught in our society to be more rigid and to like focus and to like force almost. Taoism and this philosophy is a way to unlearn that and to kind of just be and I think you know that's what meditation's for and you know just thinking of the times where I've felt that like I'm completely present in the moment I'm not thinking about anything in particular you know meditation just kind of observing the thoughts or just kind of being in the stillness that's usually when I have ideas or when I feel like stuff happens because it it's organic it's not like you're forcing it so I would love to hear your thoughts um yeah, and I'm excited to keep reading it because it's super interesting. And I kind of like that it's older. I don't know. I say that just because I know there's a lot of books about spirituality or, or whatever that are definitely from within the past five, maybe even ten years. And it's just like the tone is different.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is like, I feel like I'm reading an actual book. <laughs> not like, hey, girly, quick tips. <laughs> like, I don't know. You know what I mean? And that's not to say, like, any book, any recent book is, like, not going to be helpful. But it's just, I don't know, just my feeling when reading it. I was like, yeah, this is, like, literature. <laughs> so let me know if you've read or if you've read anything by him. Uh, but I'm excited to keep reading. And, again, I definitely have to take notes because I don't want to miss anything. Um, so that this has been super interesting, my book for February, and hopefully my, I feel like I'll be able to talk about it more once I've read more, because again, I just read the first chapter yesterday, this is just kind of like my first thoughts, I feel like once I read it, and then I'm able to go back and kind of like dig out the main points and whatever, like I'll be able to talk about it a little better, so if you haven't read it, like you'll actually yeah hopefully what i said was helpful but i kind of feel like it's like i don't even know because i've only read one chapter i wanted to talk about a quick idea that i heard about on or concept idea that i heard about from tiktok and i will try to find the original tiktok i need to like remember to just save it right away so you guys can watch it but this girl stitched like this guy basically made a little vlog um, just of his day and it was a very just regular day like he wasn't an influencer he wasn't a celebrity he was just like regular I don't know he was like doing his morning routine getting ready to go to work and this girl stitched it and said like this is what I love about TikTok because TikTok has almost romanticized just the mundane and real life like little aspects of real life our day-to-day -day lives just regular people's lives and then she went on to say you know in contrast instagram is just very like you know almost the unachievable and goals and clout and drip and vacations and tiktok is like just almost the opposite of that in a lot of ways obviously there's very many different sides to both tiktok and instagram but overall and i just found that i really resonated with that because i feel like i not that i've been necessarily glamorizing you know the everyday life or just like i don't know being in a small town being in my hometown but i don't and maybe this is just like pandemic things and then also i've been away from it long enough to be able to feel like this now because i don't know if i would have felt like this you know two three years ago but just that you know it almost is like a romanticization of the small town vibe and like oh i'm just gonna go for a walk in the park or i'm gonna like go to the starbucks drive through and that's like the highlight of my day and there's something almost like beautiful about it like i don't know like it's just like i don't think of that as like ew i think of it as like something relaxing about it and i feel like it's just kind of a healthy thing to practice anyway like i know we've all heard 
about romanticizing our lives, bitch, and how we need to, like, or not need to, but, you know, it's fun and makes life more enjoyable to live, like, you're in a movie or, like, I don't know, you're just romanticizing your life, like, your main character vibes, you know? It's just a certain kind of, like, yeah, like, I don't know. Or when I'm doing something, I'm like, this is, like, the part in the movie where it's a time lapse of, like, how hard they're working and, like, yeah. But I thought that was a very interesting um, observation, and I definitely feel it. And, you know, I've been making my little vlogs on mostly reels. Maybe I should post them on TikTok, too. But I just love, I feel, I feel like I've always kind of loved, you know, finding the little details in everyday life, the little just beautiful things. And that kind of ties into what we're talking about, about living in the moment. You know, I think about my Instagram in 2015, where I would literally on my main IG, not sell the right back up, main IG feed, just like post a pic of a house I thought was cute or like a flower or just like some random detail from something like I don't know just that I saw while I was going about my day and it's like funny but part of it is also like you know noticing little things around you as you're like existing and going through life and it's just very easy to overlook those things but I think those things you know whether it's a leaf or like I don't know (laughs) you know a sunset that's kind of obvious but just little things um I feel like it can just bring us so much happiness and like enjoyment and fulfillment almost and it's just so easy especially on apps like instagram um but just in general you know you could be watching someone's vlog or whatever and it's just so easy to want and like to to yearn i feel like i've been hearing that word a lot recently and it's like there's nothing wrong with having goals but i think you know, it's not only being grateful for the moment what you have, but actually noticing it. You know, I feel like, oh, be grateful. Practice gratitude. Sometimes it's like, okay, whatever. But if you can be like, okay, what little details or what beautiful things are around you right now? You know, one of my favorite things is listening to the birds in the morning. Yes, I live in downtown LA, but there do be birds and I hear them. <laughs> And that's just one of those things where I can really just like, like, I think it was Saturday morning, maybe it was Sunday, but I went to open my window just for a second and I heard the birds and I literally just sat on the floor next to my window, like next to where my plants are and just like sat there and listened to them. And I was like, damn, like, is this what living in the moment is? (laughs) Just appreciating shit like this? Um, Yeah, I feel like it's one of those things that it, it's not like it. It has, it sounds kind of harsh or like extreme to say, oh, it has an agenda attached to it. But I feel like sometimes it can be hard to practice gratitude or to hear either you tell yourself or someone tell you like, just be grateful because it's like, okay, what if I'm actually feeling like unfulfilled or like I'm not like sometimes we just don't feel that way, like actually, and you can force it. But I think that's kind of an easier way or a more organic way to go about it. Because it's like, I just have to notice. I don't have to feel any type of way about it. I can just notice. And then also kind of with that, I've been thinking a lot about, or should I say I've been noticing that I'm a lot more comfortable doing 
things like let me explain so i don't know if anyone can relate but i think i've probably talked about it on here but i would sometimes just feel so self-conscious about like posting something on ig or like i don't know like my little real vlogs i feel like probably a year ago i would feel so self-conscious about that because it's just like you like people i know are gonna see this like oh my god like uh I would just feel, like, uncomfortable, which is weird because I've been doing this shit for, like, a long time, like, just posting myself online, so why? I don't know. I still get self-conscious. Or, like, taking a walk. Like, probably before quarantine, I I would never really do that. Like, maybe to go get a coffee or, like, for a purpose, but never just to, like, take a walk. And, okay, so I say that to say that now I just feel, like, not, I don't feel that. Like, I'll just go take a walk because I want to and I'm not feeling like, oh my god, everyone's looking at me or like, oh, this is weird. Like, And I wonder if because, you know, I have been, what is, I feel like quarantine actually is like, you're not doing anything. I've been social distancing, let's, let's say that, because I still like go to the grocery store and stuff, but I haven't been socializing. And I wonder if it's because I have just been like with myself, with my own thoughts And so I'm not having any, not any, because then it's like online. But, you know, I'm not surrounded by other people and other people's energy. So I wonder if I'm, you know, getting to be more comfortable with myself and like what I actually want and what I actually like and what my actual interests are. Even little things like I'm thinking about cutting my hair, which I don't know, that that could have just happened regardless of, you know, other people other people's vibes but like i hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price I have been listening to different types of music. Like, I just feel like I am expanding almost. And, like, I've just been more in touch with my actual interests and, like, what I like and what I don't like. And I wonder if that is why. Like, maybe it's just, like, this would have happened naturally anyway. And it's just as you get older, which it could be. But I feel like also it's just like I'm hanging out with myself a lot. I'm in the house by myself a lot. Well, all the time, you know, unless I'm FaceTiming someone or on social media or like going to the grocery store. But you know what I mean? So I wonder if that has anything to do with it. And not that that's like, oh, yeah, other people force you to not be yourself. But it's just kind of a light observation. So I wonder, yeah. Anyway, I bring that up just to say, let me know if you have related. And also with that, um, I actually wrote down, no antics forces you to create your own excitement. So, you know, we're not, I at least I'm not having external distractions or like external, yeah, like excitement. It's like, oh, day party this weekend or, oh, going on a date with this person, like tea or just like activities. It's like, I need to create my own. So I'm, like, forced to, like, 
find what I like or to like discover different things because it's like that's kind of the only option for like expansion because I, I feel like you can feel that similar feeling like with an antic or like I don't know with a bullshit does this make sense <laughs> but yeah just something that I've kind of been thinking about and I wanted to ask if you relate because I feel like some people are like me and that you do very well alone like that's not to say I never get lonely but bitch I can like really just be by myself a lot of the time and like thrive and then some people are not like that so I wanted to ask you if you've experienced this all or noticed this or maybe now that I say it maybe you can reflect and like notice I don't know um but yeah I feel just like super excited about this year um personally like I remember saying in December in 2021 I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want and I just feel like I'm really doing that and like I just feel excited and like I don't know I'm excited bitch and if you're not excited that's okay because I've definitely felt that too <laughs> life really goes in cycles okay last topic that we're gonna discuss today let me actually have some coffee damn I really love days where I like wake up and work out right away and just get my day started because it's only 11 and like I'm almost done with this, and then I can edit it. Look at me go. Um, okay, so I saw a tweet. Basically, there's been... Which one of them did it? Okay, so it was Chloe, because Hallie has the Disney contract, so she can't, you know, be showing ass on IG. Um, so there's been kind of like... I've seen some tweets here and there about that, and like, ew, why, is Drake, why did Drake follow her right after that? You know, th- things like that. And then someone tweeted this morning, I screenshotted it so I could have the direct receipts. So someone said, I can't sexualize Chloe and Hallie. Something about them will forever feel underage. And if you were born in the 80s, I'm side-eyeing the fuck out of you lusting after them. So this kind of made me think about a few things. And I bring this up um, to kind of open the conversation and ask you guys what you think. Because my first thought was... This is the Madonna whore complex, which if you don't know, it is this complex. Did Freud make this up? Um, But basically that like once a man respects you or sees you as a person, he's no longer going to sexualize you. So like if you get in a relationship with a guy, he's suddenly like doesn't want to have sex with you because he's like, oh, I actually respect this person, this woman now. Um, and then with this, I was thinking like, is this because, you know, they're seen, these girls are seen as wholesome or like, you know, they're not like a Cardi B or like a Megan. They're like cute little wholesome girls. So you can't see them as sexual. So one of them shaking their ass is going to like bother you or make you uncomfortable because you see them as like wholesome, which then... You know, it's like, okay, so a woman can't be wholesome and sexual. Like, it's hard to be both. It's hard to um, to see both or to understand both or, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like, in, especially in having a younger sister, I have kind of realized that I need to, like, not, like, chill, but sometimes it's, like, I literally think of her as 13. So if she's telling me about a guy or whatever, like, it's not like I'm slut-shaming, but it's almost like, oh, my God, like... Like, don't. Like, oh my god. 
not it's not slut shaming but it's like oh like no she's so young or like oh like no you shouldn't be going out or like you know what i mean um and then i have to remind myself like oh like relax like she's grown now like just because in your mind it's like oh like she i still see her as like young like that's my little sister it's like she's grown now and she can make her own decisions and like hang out with boys if she wants to i think it's good i'm having these realizations and like oh like don't like just watching my language about it um because then if i ever have kids like i feel like that's such a common you know issue and a lot of people i feel like are almost like suppressed especially women women in our sexuality and expressing that because it's like we're kind of always shamed about it or it's like oh no be a good girl sometimes a parent or whoever can have good intent and like wanting to protect or whatever but then it's like at the same time especially once someone is of age it's like you know naturally you know a lot of people want to have sex or want to be sexual or want to whatever and we shouldn't like shame just because we in our minds still see them as like a little kid because they're not anymore and it's just a natural part of life that's kind of a long way to like say that but anyway but then i was kind of also like okay so there's that but then there's also this thing with particularly like older guys where it's like as soon as a girl turns 18 they're in her dms or they want to hit her up and i thought of specifically like the tyga and kylie situation where it's like, oh, yeah, we were friends before this. But then as soon as she's 18, they're in a relationship. Like, that kind of seems a little predatory to me. So I guess I wanted to ask you guys, like, what is the line between, like, okay, as we grow up and as we're of age, it's like, okay, we're allowed to date, we're allowed to have sex, we're allowed to be sexual if we wish to. But then what, it's like also, okay, like, as soon as you turn 18, like, any guy can you know pursue you like i feel like sometimes it's a little creepy like oh they've been eyeing you for the past few years and it's just because you're 18 now they can go after you like that's kind of weird to me and i guess for me it's kind of looking at it as like oh you know there's like the predatory thing but then there's also like a like oh you're looking out for someone like oh like you're almost like the the shamer or like like you're not the pursuer or the predator it's like you're the oh you're the parental figure you're the older sister you're the whatever and you're like or older sibling and you're like wanting to protect but you're actually like shaming like this tweet it's not like the person in this tweet was like like i don't know i feel like there has to be a line between like oh i could never i could never set not the like oh you need to be people should be more sexualized but like oh i can never see them as sexual versus like as soon as you turn 18 (laughs) like i feel like there's two extremes and we need to be more in the middle not in the middle of like being a predator but you know what i mean (laughs) what's the how do we differentiate and i feel like especially you know as an older sibling or as a parent um or whatever it's especially important to think about that because it's like i don't want i don't want to give like my sister the idea that like oh it's shameful to whatever live your best life and then you know if i become a parent i don't want to instill that kind of shame and like guilt into my kids so 
yeah, it just kind of made me think about a lot of different things. So I would love to hear your take on it. And I guess it's just kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I don't really have an answer. Or is there even a question? The question is like, what is the answer? <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Um, yeah, but I guess that's all we're going to talk about today. Again, I would love to hear your thoughts on any of these topics. And I can't wait to read more of this book so I have like more to discuss but let me know if you read i'll link it down below on amazon use my link if you decide to get it because i do get a percentage of that so if you decide to get it because of me bitch show your bitch some love i guess um and yeah don't forget to take a screenshot of this post it on your ig story or send it to me or tweet it to me and i will repost retweet all of that and i will talk to you guys next time bye everyone